Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a special edition of the Tilted DFS podcast. It is the quickfire um, edition ever, or episode for the NBA slate tomorrow on DraftKings, which is just three games. Um, you are joined solo with myself, Sean. Matt is going to be breaking down the NHL slate for tomorrow, which also has, I believe, two or three games um, by himself. If not, you will be able to um, you know, see his notes on Twitter. If you hit him up, you could also join his cheat sheet group, which is $10 um, for the month. And it gets you, you know, covering about three to five slates a week. So it's very well worth the money. Um, so, you know, we have three games, like I mentioned. Um, one is going to be a pretty good one. Um, it's the revenge narrative in um, Los Angeles. With the Clippers versus San Antonio, so obviously Kawhi Leonard there, um, as he was rested, resting today, and then we also have some Miami versus Atlanta and Denver um, at New Orleans. So let's get into that slate. Um, it is Miami at Atlanta with a two sixteen point five over under um, points total, with Miami being the six points favorite. Um, obviously, we all saw Trey Young go down. Um, he will be out for the next two weeks, I believe. Nothing serious, which is a good thing as he did start off pretty hot. Um, but let's start on the Miami side of things where we have, um, you know, Jimmy Butler. He started off, let's see, uh, Tuesday where he finally made his debu- debut after his child was born, missing the first few games. You know, he, he put up a little bit less than what I actually expected, but, um, you know, I believe that with this matchup where the pace is obviously up for this spot um, for him and the rest of Miami to actually go do pretty well. So let's start with Justice Winslow, who is the point guard at 6,700. He's also small forward eligible. So depending on how their Miami decides to go, you also have um, Dragic, but um, that is not a spot I'm currently looking at. So Winslow had a bad game. Um, the... The 29th, obviously, um, where he only put up 16 fantasy points off six rebounds, three assists, um, two points from the free throw or from from the field. So nothing spectacular there. He is averaging a usage rate of 22% while averaging 14 points, eight rebounds, and six assists per per game. Like I mentioned already, um, it is a pace-up spot. Atlanta has been playing pretty good defense, but, um, you know, with there being more possessions, I feel like, um, you know, paying down for him at 6,700 isn't a bad option. Then, obviously, you go to Jimmy Butler, who started off his debut in Miami with 21 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists. He did play for, let me see, where's that at? 31 minutes, which I believe we will probably see that a little bit more um, each game. And then you also have um, Tyler Hero, who's 5,700. Um, and if you don't want to play him, then you can also play Kendrick Nunn. Tyler Hero actually, though, is averaging 16.6 rebounds and two assists per game. He has a usage rating of, let me pull that up real quick, uh, 20% also. So he's just, he's saying that he's averaging 32 points. And at 5,700, you just need him to hit about 25.5, I would say, 25.6 points to hit that 5x value, which we usually 
um, look for. So if you don't want to play Butler in this instance, instance then uh, Tyler Hero is a great play there. Um, you know, small forward. Obviously, you have Winslow and Butler who are eligible for that position too. Um, Dion Waiters actually won't be traveling with them. So you could look to bounce there. Um, and then moving to the power forward, it looks like it's just, you know, you could play Kelly Olink, who hasn't been anything spectacular. He's put up four fantasy points and five fantasy points in the last two games after starting off the season with 22 and 29. So obviously you want to avoid there. Um, Myers Leonard, also you want to avoid. I know it's three games late, but you don't want to take that big of a risk to go to pay down at and hoping that they hit. Um, you know, center position, you go Bam, 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 or Bam Adebayo, who is averaging, well, he's, for his price at 7,600, he, on his three-game slate, is a pretty good steal, as um, he's put up 44, 0 .5, 40, 0.25, 49.25, and 33.25 to kick off this season already. He's averaging a double-double, 16 points, 11 rebounds, and 5 assists. He's also holding a usage rating of... Um, just 19%, but he's averaging 32 minutes. So, if you're looking to pay down a center spot, when there's probably one other center that I'm actually looking at, then bam, he might be the chalk play too. He's only 7,600. So, you know, pick and choose here. Um, when you're looking at centers, you know, you do have Jokic and Collins on this and Lamarcus Aldridge, but bam seems to be in a perfect spot up against this Atlanta team. So moving on to the Atlanta side of things. Um, let's see. So you have Trey Young, who is obviously out. So that's leaving them to run the run, too, with um, Bembry and Cam Radish. So Bembry put up, when he came in, he put up 27 minutes after the Trey Young injury. He got 20.25 um, fantasy points. He put up 9 points, 5 assists. So the usage rate obviously isn't going to be there as they were relying heavy on Trey Young. Um, but with this whole injury, you know, you could, you could pay her down right there at 4700 But when I'm looking at the guards, I'm probably going to play Cam Reddish, who has not been as solid either, but he's averaging 26 minutes, you know, 27 minutes. Um, he just has to get and hold on the turnover issues as he... I have six last game, but he put up 6.6 .6 assists and three rebounds with no Trey Young. Um, we can see these guards have to play a little bit longer. So if you're trying to save salary somewhere, um, these guys could go a little bit lower owned. I'd say Reddish would be lower owned than Bembry just with the game that he put up last um, on Tuesday for that. Moving over to the small forward. Obviously, Jabari Parker, um, he's averaging around 20 minutes per game, but the results aren't there. He's very hit and miss, I guess you could say, as he's put up 20 fantasy points in his last one, but then he put up 11 before that, and then 17.5 and 19.75. And when looking at five times value, you want to go, you're hoping that he gets about 22 or so to exceed that. And with the game, like I keep mentioning, there's no Trey Young. So who's 
Who's on to really get a following right now? Um, and so I know Kevin Herter um, was held to 20 minutes in the past few games. They're still slowly getting uh, revolved back in there, but 3,400, um, that's a pretty good price for him. He's put up 17.2517 and 21 fantasy points in the last three games. He kicked off the this season with just 11 fantasy points, but he's improved since then. Um, so when you're looking for that value fine for this late, um, which I know they're going to be hard to come by because everybody's going to be thinking the same way, same angle. Um, you can play him there, even if it is 20 minutes again. Um, and you got Collins, who's power forward center eligible. So you want to pair him up with Jokic or... Um, Bam or LaMarcus Aldridge, you could do that. He put up 30 points, 7 rebounds, and first 4 assists on Tuesday against Miami. He just had a game. He played 36 minutes. Um, his usage rate is also... Get this going. Oh, that did not work. Maybe I'll figure it out. There you go. He has a usage rate of 20.5 while averaging 18 points and 9 rebounds. So he's almost pulling off double-double already. Um, and so he most likely will be the most to benefit from this lineup with no Trey Young. Um, so I would say for that case, you go John Collins, um, Herter as a low-cost value play, um, Reddish over... Bembry, because I think a lot of people go Bembry um, over Reddish just because of Reddish's six turnovers that he had last game. Um, and if I mean, if you really want to get crazy with it, you could go throw in Alex Lynn um, over Collins, but at 5000 so you save 3300 right there, and he's not really doing too much. He's averaging four points, four rebounds, two assists per game, but he's averaging 15.9 fantasy points. We want to see him around 25. Um, he put up 19 in his last game against Miami, too. But Collins is going to have to run a lot, so Alex Lynn might benefit also from this and could see a little bit more usage to, to keep Collins' legs uh, fresh. Then moving on to the second game of the slate, Denver at New Orleans. This one actually doesn't have a projected score total at the time that I'm recording. Um, New Orleans, I believe, is playing on the slate tonight and so that is the reason why um let me just double check real quick no neither team is actually playing on the slate tonight they just don't have anything up and posted yet so uh you know move on to that game we'll start off with the denver side of the ball um obviously you have jamal murray Guys averaging 18 points, 19 points, five rebounds, and three assists. Um, you know, last season he came in halfway through, you know, a little bit cautious when they were rehabbing him or getting back in from the injury. Um, but the last two games with the matchups that he have have been pretty underwhelming. He put up 29 fantasy points against Sacramento, 25 against Dallas. But then when you look at Phoenix Suns and Portland, he put up 43.75 and 31.75 fantasy points in those two games. Um, 
in here he has a usage rating of 30 or 23 percent so i believe with this possession too we're going to be looking at the lower end of things i know it's still early into the season to be looking at possessions um let me see what it is pulling it up real quick so new orleans is playing at a bit 114 possessions per game while Denver is playing at one of the slowest paces at 102 so Denver's going to have to play here to catch up type thing to keep the speed going um, and so with that in mind and with them not being the strongest against point guards Jamal Murray and you can even go Gary Harris or Will Barton um, against New Orleans and you should be you know take care of with the five times or more exceeded value uh, Gary Harris is averaging 23.1 fantasy points a little bit under his five um, times value salary price for tonight but against Dallas he did put up 31.25 fantasy points he had 16 points game against Sacramento he had 17 uh, real points and 13 points against Phoenix so if New Orleans can't guard the um, the guard position you can actually go Gary Harris and Jamal Murray here. They may be a little bit higher owned. Uh, Murray more than Harris. Just looking at the guard depth here with everybody trying to figure out how to maneuver around the ownership. Um, excuse me. Not playing uh, Tory Gregg. He's, he started off strong, but he has came back down to earth. Um, he's at 3300 so if you want to get risky go ahead and throw him in there um, I would advise not to then moving over to the power forward um, center you know eligibility is Paul Millsap who is who has put up 35 fantasy points but then he put up 12 and 17 before that and then 30.75 um, uh, against Portland to kick the season off he is facing New Orleans though they don't really have a big man to to go against any other team um, they have you know um, Julius Randle and not Julius Randle uh, Brandon Ingram and Derek Favors Derek Favors is actually uh, questionable so you know that's probably not a route that you want to go so Paul Millsap who is holding a usage rating of I believe it's around 25 It is not pulling up for me. My apologies, I've never used a computer before. There we go. 20th time is a charm. Oh, so I was way off. I was thinking someone else. He's 17.5 usage rating. He's averaging 27 minutes per game. Um, so he's a little bit under the one point um, fantasy points per minute. Um, doing the math real quick. So he's averaging 0.87 fantasy points per minute. Um, he needs to have a higher run here and with the pace of this game, with Northern playing playing fast, he may not get that opportunity. Um, well, obviously, then you have Jokic, who is starting out the season strong once again. So he's 
gone 46 fantasy points, 33 and 66 against Phoenix and 40 against Portland. And with this matchup, I mean, even at the $10,000 price on a three-game save, I feel like that is still pretty well. So he's the one center, I think, besides a band I'm going to pay up for. Um, there's a few guys that you want to pair with him from the, the other games, you know. You know, you have the Clippers versus San Antonio. You have Jimmy Butler. If you could fit them in with a value that we may be finding here, um, I would suggest doing so. So going to the New Orleans side of things, obviously um, Drew Holiday, they expect him to play. And so if he does, you know, you got a guy, a point guard who's coming back who's hit 29 fantasy points exactly in his the two games that he has. But with that left knee sprain, um, maybe you want to avoid it. You can still go Alonzo Ball, who is averaging 13 points, 7 assists, and four, 5 rebounds per game. He's put up um, 34 fantasy points, 45, and then 37. And uh, in the season opener, he only put up 22. But if Drew Holiday's out, then obviously you can win on him as he's played 33 minutes, 36 minutes, and 31. And he's held a usage rating so far in this season at, let me see, at 17%. So it's nothing spectacular, you know. It's like Blenderhead said, just because your usage rating is high doesn't mean um, you're doing a lot on the court. It just means that you carry the ball a lot. So with someone like Lonzo, who is who can run that point very well, that's a guy that you know you do want to um, target, and then if Holiday's out, obviously you go back to Josh Hart, who's never going to be priced up. It seems he's still at 5K. We know what he can do. Um, he did have a pretty low game against Golden State, where he put up 22.5 fantasy points. But in the first game that he started for Drew, um, he put up 36.25 fantasy points with 23 points, three rebounds, and one assist, one block, two steals. Um, Excuse me. So, you know, if he starts again, even at five thousand, he's gonna be chalk, but he's gonna be good chalk, I believe. So he's someone that you can go to towards. Um, then you go to Brandon Ingram, who's been a beast this season. He put up forty-one point seven five in the season opener against Toronto, forty-six against Dallas, sixty-three against Houston, and he still put up fifty-seven points against Golden State. Um, he's averaging twenty-seven points right now with nine rebounds, five assists. It's pretty hard to avoid him so um you know you, i would say you, you pay for it even at 7900 that's that's a great price um he has a usage rating of 29 uh, percent so you know for the big men there um he's small forward power forward eligible um obviously you can also go kenrich uh, kenrich williams he's only had i would say for his salary price he's actually you know been paying it off so he played pretty well against Golden State where he saw 26 minutes and in a game that uh, score shows that it's being a little bit closer than normal and with the pace that these guys play at 3800 he's a great value and salary relief so if you want to go Ingram Jokic um, quiet in his with the revenge narrative that we're about to get to you know it's it's doable and especially with the value that you can find in the Miami Atlanta game, 
especially the Atlanta side of things, um, you know, you could pay up there. Um, Center-wise, uh, you could go Hayes, uh, Jackson Hayes. He put up 28.25 against Golden State, but that's the only game that he's played in, so you don't have a huge sample size there. Like I said, favors is questionable. Um, so if he's out, then obviously you go Hayes, but favors is there. Um, that's another pay down spot if you want to pay for Hayes and hope that he still gets more minutes due to Favors coming off that injury. Um, so in this game, you know, you go Lonzo, Hart if they're playing, or if, if Drew's not playing, uh, Brandon Ingram, um, Murray and Harris on the opposite side. Um, Jokic is the center that you pay up for. I believe everybody will, but then you have a few that will try to pay down to that may lower ownership with Jokic. Um, so with that, let's move on to the final game of the slate, San Antonio at Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers um, are the five-point favorite with a point total of total of two two hundred and twenty-five point five. Um, so with this one, obviously we got the news earlier that Kawhi was out for Wednesday's slate, even on a slate that he would have broke. But now it's the revenge narrative. Maybe that's why Clippers did it, to make sure that he's ready to go for this one. Um, but, you know, we also saw that last season, too. So let's kick it off with San Antonio side of things. Um, I'm never the biggest fan of San Antonio. Uh, they have guys that could get it done, but you also have to remember they... They're at possessions of 110 right now with, you know, it being four or five games. Um, we're still trying to figure out that average there. Clippers also play at a slow pace, two of 105. Um, I know it's a little bit thrown off with it being such small samples, but I'm still not a big fan of San Antonio. You could go Deontay Murray, um, who's averaging 14 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. He has put up 29.75 fantasy points against Portland, but then against Washington and New York, two teams that aren't very good. He put up 44.5 and 41.5. Now you have a defensive team with the Clippers. Um, I'd avoid paying for him at 5,900. I just wouldn't do it. Um, you go down to Derek White if you wanted to, but same thing. He hasn't had the best start to his season as he's only put up 15 fantasy points in this season. Opener 14.25 against Washington and against Portland. You know, another good game with 31.75, but just the defense here. Then you have DeMar DeRozan. He burns me more than anybody. So, uh, I'm not the biggest fan, but he's averaging 22 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists, and 34.1 fantasy points per game. Um, so, He's been up and down. He put up 37 in the last game, 41 against Washington, and then 24 against New York. He has a usage rating of 27.7. Um, not the greatest matchup. So you could play these Spurs guys, but the, the ownership will most likely be low due to the matchup. So if you want to get risky, um, this is where you go. You go to the San Antonio size, side of things. Obviously, they're um, priced down for very good reasons. And so, with that, I'm, there's not anybody that I really play besides LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, he's averaging 
40 fantasy points a game. He put up 36 in the season, opener, 46.25 against Washington, 39.75 against Portland. Um, Clippers are, you know, their, their center, their big man is uh, Marcel's uh, Harrell. So even with that, LaMarcus Aldridge should be able to dominate inside the paint and doing what he does best, you know. So he's also sitting on a usage rating of 25%. Um, obviously, on the San, or the Los Angeles Clippers side, you you play Kawhi Leonard unless he's resting for some odd reason. Again, something they're not disclosing. He put up 57.75 against Charlotte, 61.5 against Phoenix, 40.75 against Golden State, 48.5 against Los Angeles Lakers, um, averaging 27 points, six rebounds, eight assists, and 52.1 fantasy points a game he's averaging a usage rating of 37.2 while um, averaging oops getting this math done for you averaging I can't type 1.4 fantasy points per minute so even you know with it, he's 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 was out due to rest, so he's gonna play. If he doesn't play, I'm sure Twitter will go crazy, NBA DFS will go crazy, and then we'll be trying to figure out why. Um, other side of things, you know, you could use Luau Williams, who's at 6,800, a little bit higher. Um, he's put up 35.5 fantasy points against Charlotte, just 27 against Phoenix, 40 against Golden State, 39 against. Los Angeles Lakers, so with this and no one really being able to guard him, Rudolph Williams could be a great player point guard, serving 35.6 fantasy points um, per game. At, say at 6,800, he just needs about 34 fantasy points or so to hit that 5x value, which I believe he'll get pretty well. Um, I'm not touching Patrick Brave Beverly, even with the defense that he plays. Not touching Landry Shamont. Um, if you want to get crazy with it, risk and hope that he's low on and he goes off. He's at 4,500, but he's only averaging 18.3 fantasy points a game, which is below his 5x value. Obviously, you don't have Paul George. Um, there's Mo Harkless um, at 3,500. You have um, Patterson, too, at 3,300, but he's just, you know, 13.25, 17.75. 27.75 and 8 fantasy points in the last four games. So it's nothing, um, you know, spectacular. And, I mean, if you're looking for value, I guess you go Clippers or you go Atlanta. Um, but really the only guy I'm playing or two guys is probably Will Williams and Kawhi Leonard. You can go um, Harrell if you want to against Marcus Aldridge. I just don't think he'll, be, he'll do that well. Um, so for that, you know. That's the three-game slate. Um, so, I know it's short. It's three games. It's Halloween. Um, so, everybody, please be careful going out tomorrow night or tonight, whenever you're listening to this. Um, you know, good luck. Cash out. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow the Twitter, um, the podcast Twitter at TiltedDFS. You can follow myself, S. Evans, DFS on Twitter. I cover just mainly NBA and football, mainly NBA right now. 
Um, follow Matt at mvecchio81. Hit him up for his NHL cheat sheets. Like I said, $10 a month. Uh, perfect um, price cost. You know, you can find other guys who charge you a lot more per week. He gives you a cheat sheet. He's, uh, he provides a Slack, email blast, everything. So hit him up for that. Um, thank you again for tuning in. And I hope you cash out. So, ladies and gentlemen, good night.